So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Keto Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Leads in a Raw. So, uh, <laughs> oh, what do we got? A cold open now? Hey, I gotta give applause to that. Very nice sports keto people. Very nice. Very nice. All right, let's run that back. Here we go. Very nice. Yeah, man. We we're official, man. We got our own intro and everything, man. It's astonishing. Five minutes into watching. <laughs> Very nice. That's my Father's Day gift, bro. That was my fault. That's one of my father's. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, how you doing tonight, Vince? I am doing all right, Dr. Chris. How are you, man? How are I you? I am doing. I'm doing I'm doing good, man. It's a it's a Monday. Uh, you know. Great weekend, man. Uh, I actually decided to just take the day off, to just relax, man. And uh, my wife, uh, she uh, cleared her schedule. She's a massage therapist. She has her own massage business. And uh, she cleared her schedule. So we just hung out and uh, we did brunch. Uh, she she had one client and I just hung out, man, relaxed, did some brunch uh, with her at uh, one of these brunch places in uh, Columbus area. Really, really awesome, awesome brunch. Nice. Take, just want to take Father's Day, just extend it a bit to take the day off. Had a great day, man. Got some relaxation going on. Uh, came back from Detroit this past weekend. I was, uh, I'm, I'm a Bible uh, professor, so I was at a conference. I told you, I think I told you that. I spoke at a conference. I actually headlined the conference on saturday afternoon yeah it was really fun and so man great weekend you know (laughs) i you know i'm an ohioan right and so i was in detroit so that's a rival but they treated me well great weekend great day and then raw comes on man and then uh here we go you know we're here man we're here we're here 100 percent, absolutely uh we got some my favorite shows we got some nice intro sweet intro yes love the new intro very nice guys very uh, nice thank you love, thank you very good job. love it yes job yes, sports eat a very nice job very nice very nice well raw came and gone vince what, what do you think Chris, you want to know something interesting? I'm gonna. A, a lot of people don't know this, um, and I'm I'm gonna tell you guys this because this is a fact, and I'm gonna tell you why, bro. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Nobody in the history of wrestling uh, studied the ratings uh, like myself and Ed Ferrara. Um, accommodated the ratings, gave the fans what they wanted. Looked at you know, half hours, quarter hours, minute by minutes. Nobody, nobody did their homework more than me and Ed. And Chris, you may find this fascinating, but this is a this is a written rule in wrestling. Chris, do you know any time there's any kind of a tournament, the rating is always down. Now, in the past, 
the reason would be because if it were a tournament, bro, it usually meant they were cold matches. So people knew they were just going to get wrestling matches without any story. There was no, no investment in it. So every time we did a tournament, bro, we knew the ratings were going to take a hit. You know, we had to do it, Chris, once in a while because once in a while we just needed a, needed a breather. But as soon as I saw, bro, that first graphic, Money in the Bank qualifies, <laughs> the first thing I said was, oh, God. I, literally, I said, oh, God. And, bro, like I'm just saying, if they did their due diligence and their homework, they would know these types of shows never draw because – Casual television viewers outside of the hardcore wrestling marks, they don't care about matches. Mm -hmm. So when you're telling me there's five or six big qualifiers, bro, I swear to you, if it wasn't for Sports Kita, I'm shutting the TV off right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, and to your point, Vince, uh, you know, y'all were – just killing the ratings back in the day. So y'all had some cushion, you know what I mean? Y'all had some room to breathe, to build storylines more. So an off week is still, you know, two times better than what we're doing, what we're seeing right now. Yeah. So y'all had some room to breathe as opposed to raw nowadays. They don't have any room to breathe Vince. And they, they, they don't, they can't afford to have, off weeks knowing that they can be off weeks historically so yeah those are those are things that, that the writers and things they should pay attention to because they really can't afford to have any anything worse than what we're seeing now ratings wise yeah yeah we start with the vip lounge with uh bobby lashley and uh celebrating and interrupted by the new day uh, I called this for SummerSlam, but it was a month before. You so did, I did, you did bro. You absolutely. And I, I've been, I've been quoting you on my other shows that you know you have been saying for some time this was the direction. Yeah, yeah, and, and so this is this what we see. Uh, the New Day interrupts their their celebration, and we get um, <laughs> a lead into another Hell in a Cell match. We saw one on Friday. Now we see one. Actually, we saw one on Friday. We saw two on Sunday, and we see one on Monday. Uh, talk about overkill, Vince. Well, thank God I didn't see one on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw two of them on so Sunday, This was the first one I was – but, again, it's like, bro, it's, it's, it's Lashley and Kofi. So, okay, bro, so Xavier Woods is going to go over Lashley. And, right. and then what, he's still going to wrestle Kofi? I like, was thinking the same thing. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. It's 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 bro it's all chris it's almost like a crime at this point like what at this point it really is what what are you doing to the audience like what yeah. what, what did they do to deserve this yeah and i you know it's so funny i was thinking the same exact thing but it's like okay so we're going to get xavier woods defeat bobby lashley you're setting up the match between lashley and kofi and somehow we think that last is going to slip on a banana peel and lose against Xavier Woods. Now, it's seemingly, what was interesting, seemingly the whole slip on a banana peel concept was quite prevalent on this Raw. Uh, and, you know, I, I, overall, I think it was a gutsy move to make those decisions. But at the same time, you know, we'll get to them. But I was just like, you can't afford to do those banana peel finishes for the, the people who actually lost the matches. They need to be built up for sure. So, And what, what, weren't, weren't, weren't some of the finishes like that also in Hell in a Cell, bro? From what I was reading, it seemed like there were a couple of slipping on the banana peel gimmicks. Yeah, it was, um, I, I, you know, I watched it and I forgot. <laughs> so that it goes to show how much uh, I was into the show. I'm looking at the uh, results, and um, yeah, Rollins did that, the beating Cesaro. Uh, he wrote him up. Yeah. Um, wasn't and, the wasn't the Drew Lashley match a little a little bit like that too? From what I read. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, it was exactly that. Actually, it was. Um, uh, MVP. He was about to do a Claymore, and then he and then. MVP held his 
um, leg. So he looked at MVP. Yeah. And then by the time he did the Claymore, you know, he 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 slipped. You know, basically he slipped on the nap pill essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there were a couple of those. So yeah, I mean, you know, if that's if this the way to protect your 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 talent, it's a very poor way to protect your talent. It's definitely not a way to do it from from how they're doing it, especially with Drew. And we talked about this with Drew before. You know he's kind of he's getting that Braun Strowman treatment, Vince. Like he's he he's, he's there, bro. He he's yeah. there. Yeah, guy. bro. Can you imagine? I, I mean, Chris, listen. I can't imagine putting my body through what these guys put their bodies through. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it, but I can't imagine it putting their bodies through this and then getting booked the way. Like at some point, you've got to ask yourself what what is the point. Mm-hmm. What is the point of me just beating my body night after night after night? Because eventually, bro, he's 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 getting into that Ro- uh, Roman Reigns, you know, area where the fans are going to start booing him. You know that whole thing. And God, I just there comes a point where I really, really feel sorry for the talent, bro. I agree because I don't, uh, Drew, in my opinion. Drew's not Drew's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. I mean, he's he's good on the mic. He's good in the, in the ring. He's intense. He's that character that you can really is ready made to be successful. Again, he a year and a half ago he was the hottest name in all of WWE when he won the Royal Rumble, defeated. You know, he interrupted. He uh, 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 eliminated Brock Lesnar, beat him at Mania. I mean, just the beginning of 2020 was his time. And he was even a heel going in, you know, as going into the Royal Rumble, he started to turn a little bit, but he was a heel. He was a dominant heel before the Royal Rumble. And that that ovation in that live crowd was amazing. And it's like you got it in your grasp and you lose it. And you can't. And people saying COVID, I'm like, okay, look. I, I'm calling I'm I'm calling bullcrap on that because you can still book well during COVID. Case in point, Roman Reigns, and so just because it's COVID era doesn't mean that you can just totally uh, collapse the momentum of of, of a talent. That, I, I'm not going to. I'm not. I think that's off the. I think that's trying to get off the hook a little bit too. It much. is off the hook because at the end of the day, Chris, it's a television show. Yeah, were, exactly. were, any, were any other TV shows written differently because of COVID? Exactly. Did, did, exactly. did COVID affect the writing of, uh, you know, what whatever was Walking on? Dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's, no. it's, still a, it's still a television show that they write, bro. Right. Exactly. Uh, we get speaking of the, the beginning of the banana peel finishers was Ricochet defeating AJ Styles in a Money Bank qualifying match. I don't know exactly what the point of developing this Money in the Bank, but I'm almost, you know, we talked about ribbing, and I'm just almost to the point of this, like they're doing this stuff on purpose. You know what I mean? Like the 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 list of people that we see in the Money Bank so far is like. Man, who among these people are like WWE championship contenders at this point? I mean, again, mad respect to Ricochet. I love him in the ring, but him over AJ Styles, Vince, you know, how does this work out? Well, you know what it felt like? This is what it felt like to me. It felt like the, uh, okay, Ricochet went over AJ. Uh, Who went over Orton? Uh, Morrison? John Morrison, yes. Morrison went over Orton. Uh, then there was the other one. Riddle, Riddle and Drew. Riddle went over Drew. Bro, it really seemed like, okay, bro, 50-50. Tonight, yes. we got to flip the scales. Yeah. Tonight, it's the turn for every – we got to get back up. To, that's mm-hmm. what it seemed like. When, when you have three finishes like this on one show – it almost felt like, okay, bro, we got to even things up. You know, it's time for Ricochet. It's time for all the underdogs to go over tonight. So we're back to 500. That's what it felt like to me, bro. Yeah, it sure did. I was thinking the exact same thing. And then to, to add to your point, 
Next week, they're doing a second chance match for the, the three losers. Talking uh, about 50 50. Literally, it's literally 50 50. Someone who lost this week is going to win next week. So that's literally a 50 50 booking. So, it, again, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Uh, Naomi has got a new tag team partner, Vince. I know this is just for the purposes of uh, the women's Money in the Bank match. For some reason, they combined Money in the Bank spots for the women and two for ones, but they did individual spots for the guys. Naomi and Oscar defeats Emory. And before we get to that, Chris, this is a little note, but it's like, it's so elementary. It, it, it's it's so basic. Bro, what happened to Naomi last week? She got pummeled. Then why is she coming down to the ring dancing and <laughs> smiling and sliding? Do you bro, you can't do that? Yes. You what you got killed last week. Somebody's gotta be at that curtain. Naomi, last week you got squashed yes. by somebody we never saw before. You can't come down smiling and glowing and sliding and laughing. My God, bro. That is so elementary, Chris. Yep. 100% agree with that. And what made it even worse, to add to your point, is what I was thinking. They absolutely just demolished any type of momentum that Piper Niven had. First of all, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to the, the whole spot, I mean, with, with Eva Marie in the backstage. And so, like, <sighs> to make it even worse, it's like she gets totally diminished and minimized. And this is the same person who just absolutely just bulldozed Naomi last week. Again, why are we doing these things instead of spending time on building stars? I just really don't understand it. It just seems like what they're trying to do is like, okay, I've got an idea. Let's throw this out there. No, I don't want to do that anymore. So it just seems like week to week, it's just ideas that we see on Monday nights and then next week, it's like card subject to change. Like the, the inconsistency of these thoughts, we see that every single week. And it's just, it's totally inconsistent, man. Chris, I, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this again. Chris, I am 60. Okay, Chris, let me tell you something. You know, in your house, you got the utensil drawer where mm -hmm. the forks and the knives and the spoons are. Mm -hmm. Chris. I got the same utensil drawer, but sometimes when I go to get a fork, I open up the wrong drawer. Yeah. Okay, bro. Yeah. I, bro, we have to start understanding Vince McMahon's age is affecting this show. Yes. And nobody has the balls to tell him. And oh, I'm sorry, if, I don't know if I could say that on here. But let me tell you something Trips, Stephanie, Shane, if you love your dad, mm -hmm. somebody needs to tell him. Yes. Okay, bro, I'm I'm 15 years younger than the guy. Have 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 not, bro. This guy took some chair shots to the head during the Attitude Era. Yeah. He, he doesn't remember what happened from last week to this week. Yeah. somebody's got to tell this guy if you love him and you want to protect him you have to tell him chris I i'm telling you if i was vince i would want somebody to tell me I would want them to tell me because you you've got a million and a half people left watching this show every week saying like what is that? What what are we? What is this? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you, you just keep losing and losing and losing? Somebody's got to sit him down and say, Vince, you know what? We we've got to, bro. What, what do they call the thing? You're you're a you're a doctor when you you bring all the friends and everything together. What's that called? Uh, like a powwow, like a like oh, group oh, intervention, intervention, intervention. Yeah, we, intervention. We yeah. bro, please. And and Chris, as we go through this show, oh my gosh, Chris, there's bad comedy after bad comedy after bad comedy after bad comedy after bad comedy. Then when we get to the end of the show, oh, okay, we're we're gonna take this serious now. 
All, yeah. all the other bad comedy you gave us for the last two hours, we're going to forget about. Bro, Chris, I'm going to give you a rule of thumb as a writer. Chris, in every show, there should be a comedy spot with the right person. A comedy spot. Bro, this is bad comedy after bad comedy after bad. Morrison and Miz, and then we got Riddle. And then we got Nikki Cross. It's bad comedy after bad comedy after bad comedy, bro. They, They are, they're running their audience off in droves, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But uh, uh, we've got a new drum roll for this week. A new drum roll? A new drum roll. Oh, I'm very excited. Yes, indeed. You ready for this one? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. My wife is in the chat. Very nice. Very nice. Martiffany. Is that right? Martiffany? Yes. Very nice. What a beautiful name. Yes. What what do you call her? Marty? Uh, I call her Mar. Yeah. Mar. What a beautiful, beautiful uh, name for a beautiful lady. So that was the same drum roll, bro. That was the same drum roll. Yeah. uh, That's a drum roll for her. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought there was a new drummer. I thought we were actually going to have a drummer. A new, a new person bro. for the drummer. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, Chris, I don't think you were, bro. Listen, before we get to do drop in over here, Chris, there was breaking news this week. I really think we had a bearing on this show. Because while you were out yesterday, a man about the town with the kids and the lovely wife and doing all that, Bro, there were direct Twitter exchanges between me and even Marie yesterday. You okay. know, you know about no, this? No, I, I did. I did not know about that. Okay, well, Eva Marie put out. My wife a, is thanking you, by the way. Oh no, beautiful! You you are welcome. You are welcome, Mar yes. Tiffany, the beautiful Mar Tiffany. Um, Eva Marie put out a, a dedication to her great dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and pictures of her and her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, bro, one of the pictures of her dad, they're wearing San Francisco Giant outfits. Okay. And you're you, a San Fran fan, right? I've been a fan San Francisco. I'm six years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, I saw the picture and I said, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were a Giants fan, bro. Right, bro? Yeah, yeah. Bro, she fired back. Oh, yeah. I live. I grew up on the East Bay. I, I was a Giant fan when my father, uh, you know, when my father took me to the first game when I was five years old. My favorite player was Will Clark. Mm-hmm. Chris, as a shoot, I named my son after Will Clark. Wow. So I said to her, I said, I literally named my son, you know, after Will Clark. And she answered back, no way, blah, 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 blah. Bro, I guarantee you, I think somebody saw that exchange, and that's why we saw oh. Bro, I'm telling you, somebody had to see that exchange, and then we're, oh, seeing, we're seeing this on Raw. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this because <laughs> is this because we were talking about the Giants? Like, yeah, really, that's what it was. You know? That's, that's what it was. <sighs> Speaking of that, uh, we had Naomi and Oscar defeat uh, Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Piper Niven is now called Dewdrop, ladies and gentlemen. And what made it even worse was that even Marie was looking up Piper Niven up and down, and they did a a, a shot to her body. And I'm like, wait a minute, what what are we doing here? Are, are we doing like the anti, you know, like <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be like the whole anti-bullying, you know, like is is stephanie approving all this because i I was like really really surprised to see that and they did like a hard shot to her frame and she and Eva Marie looked down looked back up do drop that's what that's what your name's gonna be and and it really surprised me Vince, because i'm like whoa like i I just i i wasn't I, i didn't expect that as a very very pc brand friendly you know steph mcmahon wwe brand that kind of surprised me a bit actually 
Bro, I'm, gonna, I'm telling you right now, the, the name is a rib. We're, we're going to find out like in about a week or two what, what, where the name came from. Somebody mm. said something or did something. I mean, this is a 100% rib. Listen, bro, I'm telling you, um, I'm watching Eva Marie, her facials and whatnot during this, especially when it was over. Bro, I could tell she's not like she oh, yeah. I, I, like you could tell, bro. Let me tell you a rule of thumb, Chris. Chris, you can't you can't have the talent go out there and do something they don't believe in, because, Chris, if their heart isn't in it, they're never going to get it over. For sure. If, uh, bro, I learned that lesson when we wanted to turn Goldberg heel. Yeah. Goldberg did not want to turn heel. His heart was not in it. And, bro, it just wasn't going to happen. And you know that, bro. As a writer, you know when you give somebody something and they're not feeling it. You can't put it out there, bro, because if they're not feeling it, how are they going to convince an audience to feel it? 100%. And I'm looking at her facials walking away and I could just say like, I don't know, bro. And what made it even worse, Vince, this is out of all this and what we're saying are some good points. She made it known in the backstage interview that this is the first time in five years that she's stepped in a ring and she does the tag, the blind tag. And I'm like, as soon as she does that, I'm like, whoa, like they're gonna they're gonna give her the job. Like she's gonna she's gonna give the job to to them. And I'm like, whoa, like if she loses this match her first time back, like that that's that's like tried and true rib there. Well, but Chris, you also know because you know, you know this business and you know, bro, that's the test. Yeah, of course. Is is she going to say something, bro? Is she going to push back? Like, bro, that's the test. Oh, meanwhile, that's the test. And you've got a million people sitting at home scratching their heads because they don't understand the test, Chris. Exactly. Exactly. Why do we even care about the test? We we want some good entertaining television. Like, we don't care about a test. Like, why in the world would you, like, do that inside thing and why does why do the fans care about a test vince we, we want some riveting action we we want something that will cause us to watch the show more on the same night and even the next week more, more importantly well, this is why i tell you unless you have a network or a third party company take this. Oh, you're always going to get this stuff, Chris. You're yeah. always, I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, bro, they're testing her to see if she pushes back or she belly aches. And okay, bro, that the, good for you and your 1930 mentality. Yeah. But meanwhile, you got a television audience saying, why, why did you give us six weeks of vignettes on this right. going to beat her? Six weeks of vignettes just for her to lose her first match. First of all, her first match to be by someone else that she totally degrades the following week, who loses the mat, who splits up from her because she helped she she annihilated Naomi. She didn't she says she had a cough. That was her that was her way to get out of the match. She does the tag match, does a blind tag, and loses her first match in five years. So again, whatever test that they're doing. I mean, it's it, it, it it's a really, really huge way, a really, really good way or bad way, I should say, to diminish her stock uh, to lose. I mean, who does that? Who does that? Vince Ray's Ramon, uh, 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 Steve Austin, the vignettes galore, Undertaker. You have all these vignettes week after week after week after week. Vince, you were there when when, when Undertaker became big. Bro. Week after week after week, uh, Foley, for instance, you know, Val, Val Venus. Could, Val you, Venus. could yeah. you imagine beating Val Venus's first time yeah. out? Yeah. Hello, ladies. And uh, first, the first match, he gets rolled up. <laughs> he gets he gets a he gets pinned. He gets pinned by Gilbert. And I mean, it's just like 
it just doesn't what it doesn't a, make sense Vince, what a waste. For, for you to build up all that just for a loss your first match and here's the thing even if this was the setup for a bigger push for eva marie this was unnecessary you don't need to do this to push someone you don't have you don't have to dip them down to try to push them because that's actually a disadvantage you didn't see that when it came to the past decades of building someone up they came in winning 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 to yep. continue to build momentum and so whatever they they whatever they have with even marie i think we've already said even marie should run anyways and and this this week was much worse and i agree with with everything you said as far as they're pulling a rib on her, man. And, I, and this week definitely made it seem that way. Yep. yep. We get Adam Pierce and Cyan DeVille calling Rhea Ripley to the ring. <clears throat> Charlotte interrupts Ripley on the uh, ramp and DeVille Wait, grants. Before, before we even get to that, let me hit you with a timeout. Yeah, yeah. What's the T.O.? <sighs> the heel, uh, what's his face? Pierce is talking about the heel intentionally got dq'd from the match yeah. in order to not lose her title but that's not that's not what it was intended for yeah what what what, what, are, what are you what are you if i'm a heel yeah and i can get out of losing my title by either walking to back to the dressing room or purposely getting myself disqualified and chris for 50 years you don't change that rule yeah you don't change bro i worked for i worked for a little promotion here at rocky mountain pro here in colorado i don't do it anymore but i did a couple of years ago bro that was the first thing i changed mm -hmm. title changes hands on account that or a disqualification it, it is so ridiculous and for him to say well you, you're a heel you weren't <laughs> supposed to do that. that's not what it's intended for I'm like, like, uh, did, did you guys watch this show back and just look how ridiculous you look? Yeah, and, and just this angle, period, because essentially the purpose of this angle is to outheal the heel. Like, I mean, that's essentially what we're doing at this point. That's what happened yesterday. Charlotte was like, you know, I, you're smarter than I thought you were. Like, you, you're out, you're out healing. You're a heel out healing another heel. That that's, I mean. And the thing, what makes this even worse is that the next pay-per-view is going to be in front of fans. And so if I was, I was thinking if I was writing the show, I would want the baby face heel dynamic because you're going to be, it's your first pay-per-view in front of fans. You want people to really cheer someone to really make the division exciting and, and for us to look forward to something. But you're going to be kind of caught in the crosshairs of an angle of two heels trying to outheal each other. Like, why would you want to produce that match as the first match of the pay-per-view in front of fans again? I mean, before WrestleMania had fans, but that was, you know, three, that would, that would have been over three months ago. Yeah. And it's like, why would you want to introduce? And that was a one off, by the way. Now this is going to be consecutive weeks again. Why would you want to introduce the out heel, the other heel angle, in front of fans yeah you know chris i was always the guy that i was never the big advocate of baby faces and heels and i'll tell you why good people do bad things bad people do good things my 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 sole purpose was bro i don't care if you boo or cheer as long as you react as long as you react to the talent and the performer, as long as there is an emotional connection. If some people wanted to, you know, are rooting for them and some people, as long as they care, as long as they care. Bro, can you give me one reason why I care about Rhea Ripley? One way or another. Give, give me one reason why I care about Rhea Ripley. And that's the reason why I'm old school. That's the reason why I'm a huge proponent of faces and heels, because the thing is, in this day and age, the re it's not booking toward reaction. The babyface heel dynamic is a really tried and true method to really cause us to be kind of sink our teeth into the product. And now you can't there, there's way too many 
gray areas as far as like this person gets cheered, this person gets booed. These people are reacting to more matches than characters. And that's the really, really big problem with pro wrestling nowadays. And that's why I personally say you got to go back to the babyface and heel dynamic because otherwise we're going to continue to be caring about the matches more than the characters. That is one of the biggest critiques that I have with modern day wrestling is because the characters are just kind of secondary now. Yeah. They're more they're more uh, interested in, in Canadian destroyers and triple flips and flipping off the rafters and, you know, holy S chance. And, you know, like that that's what they're really interested in. And, and Hurricane Ron is with the people just, you know, hold, waiting for it, waiting to catch them and things like that and just – it's like we've gone away from what made wrestling wrestling, and that's characters. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Just go back to the drawing board. Go back to the the, the tried and true template. Make the good guys cheerable. Make the bad guys booable. There are they are doing that with Roman Reigns. You know that he's a heel, and that's what I appreciate about Roman Reigns because because Roman Reigns is so much of a heel. It's making people like Cesaro more interesting to watch you know what i mean because otherwise if, if it was like a split type of deal like cesaro would he, he would lose a quite a bit of stock same thing with lashley i will say this lashley is a heel he gets booed and because he's such a heel that would give someone like a xavier woods a little bit more to say okay he's a bully he's dominant people hate him i want to slay the bad guy you know what i mean and i will give them that to an extent but at the same time, it's like there's so much emphasis on bad storylines that it's really difficult to sink our teeth in the characters. And this whole Rhea Ripley and Charlotte thing, it's like they're focusing more on the storyline than the characters. And the storyline is just bad. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing for me to sink my teeth in here. Yeah, I agree. Next, we have uh, the the earlier today. <laughs> yeah. I want the drum roll. I want everything. I'm okay. getting ready. I'm getting ready for the drum roll. The re we we had the reverse photo shoot. Uh, yes, I want the whole package. Give me the whole right, package. Right. Give me the whole Here package. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Oh, no, so oh, we're going oh. left. We're going left. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right. Here we go. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We're going. Yeah, look at that way. And yeah. <laughs> yes, well, I can't believe I can't believe it's my notes. They did the reverse photo shoot. I can't believe, bro. They did the exact same thing as last yeah. week. The they sure did. They sure did. It's 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 absolutely hilarious, and you know it, it was one of the thing. Um, uh, there's some really good points, uh, uh, Jason. How you been working out, bro? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about some really good points? Because somebody just said you were a genius. Is that is that the good? No, no, no. What was one of them said? Yeah. Oh, well, that's always a good point. <laughs> but uh, a good writing and attitude era. Uh, uh, meant that Austin was unanimously cheered. There was none of the 50 50 reactions like seen. Bro, you know what was the cool thing, though, bro? Here was the cool thing that I loved about the Attitude Era. And this is what I loved. This, bro, I don't know if you'll ever see this again. Take is this huge baby face. Mm -hmm. Austin's this huge baby face. All of a sudden, there's a rift. And now the fans are like, Wait, uh oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like Austin. I like, but bro, the beauty of that was they didn't know what the finish was going to be. Yeah. That's how you hook them. How, what are they going to do in the finish? How are they going to get out of this? Bro, when's the last time we saw something like that? Oh, gosh. Don't, <laughs> don't give me to thinking about that. Uh, Shanky and Cranky came back. Did I miss yeah, that? Shanky and Cranky, bro. Where were it. you, man? Oh, man, I must have fast forwarded. Oh, <laughs> bro. They had an appearance, Shanky and Cranky. When bro. did they come yeah. back? What, what, they what had part? a backstage segment, man. We had Jinder back there, Banky, Cranky. Your boy cut a promo in the back. 
You missed that? Oh, who cut a promo? Elton Benjamin. No, not Benjamin. The other guy you like. What's his name? Cedric? Yes, he cut a promo in the back. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to go back to that. Yeah, Shanky and Cranky. I'm glad I I missed that part. Uh, Seamus did a whole lot of screaming. Jeff Hardy was there. I don't know what, what this was about, but everybody was there. Oh, wow. So it was just a collective type of yeah. backstage thing? Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm glad I – so so essentially gender was a part of the same promo, uh, same backstage segment that Cedric was? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and gender was not allowed to speak, but Cedric was. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think they're taking notes. Um uh look we should we should start our own wrestling show is what paul is saying yeah absolutely okay very nice uh there was another thing that was there was another pretty good point that was over here um bro what about oh, the what, 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 said. bro what about the uh natalia and uh shamina what about they take the one bump they take the one yeah <laughs> always you know it's so funny i'm glad that you know that i'm glad you brought that up because i always <laughs> thought about like when people get like <clears throat> hit or something like that or, or when someone takes a bump or something like that why is this the go-to <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, you got to listen, Chris. You're the psychologist here. You, bro, listen. You're the psychologist. These grown adults are professional wrestlers slash fighters. Yes. They get into this business because they love to wrestle and fight, and they want to wrestle and fight. That's why they're there. That's the whole premise. Meanwhile... One drop kick. <laughs> so here's the so so you know, like I coined last week. You know, we got to turn gimmicks into gimmickade. Okay. Yes. 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 So the new segment is called "Stop and Check, Vince." <laughs> I gotta see if my nose is stop. Leaving. Here it is. Stop and check. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know the funny thing is they do this, they do this, and there's nothing there. <laughs> they put it up there again when there's still nothing there. They're gonna do the third time. I think about the exact same thing. I'm like, okay, so are you doing this? Like, do you want blood to come out now? Like, are you waiting for blood to come oh, out? Is, oh, oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> Chris, what's wrong with these people? Chris, what, what is wrong with these people? Oh, man. I don't think I see blood. Oh, wait. It's the fifth time. Baby. Okay. Well, there it is right there. You see it? Oh, man. Stop it's the check, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. I got uh, <laughs> Now we have uh, Morrissey going over Orton. Uh, again, it's the slip on the banana peel type of uh night tonight. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you 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 said this before, Vince. Like, what is Orton thinking at this particular time in his career to say, huh? Okay, sure. Someone like John Morrison, who has had a very abysmal record over the since he's came back, uh, with minus the tag team championship run that they had in the beginning. But just, I mean, he, he's been second fiddle to the Miz. He comes out and beats him. You know, what is the what is the point of having John Morrison in the Money in the Bank match, Vince? I, I bro, I don't know. Listen, you bro, listen. I'm I'm sure Orton is getting paid an exorbitant amount of cash. I'm sure he is. But again, bro, I got to tell you something, Chris. If I'm Orton, like. I'm looking at my stock, bro. I don't think people believe. I I don't think they really understand like television executives, movie people, producers, writers, bro. A lot of those people get worked by the wrestling business. Like Mm -hmm. they really don't know what's real. What's memories. What's this? What's that? Bro. All of a sudden Orton is on TV. Every what's what are you laughing at? Well, <laughs> this stop top it's a what? 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 
Oh, all right, three chuck. Let's make sure. Okay, check number four. Uh, I see a little. I see a little drop. I see a little. I, I see a little speck. I see a little speck right there. But, uh, but Chris, if if like if you're jobbing out, believe it or not, that may keep a Hollywood producer from hey, bro, th- th- or this guy's the next Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bro, seriously, you yeah. you've you've got to protect your brand and if i'm protecting my brand i'm morton i'm saying bro the great the the paycheck is great thank you for the paycheck but i'm losing to this clown because why you know morrison is a clown bro they've made clowns out of these two guys so it's not like he's he's losing to somebody worth losing to yeah and and here's the crazy part of it knowing that john morrison and again I've, you know, John Morris has been on my show before. Super nice guy. Yeah, no, great guy. Yeah, and but it's like they've built him to be nothing. And if I'm Orton, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like, I'm if I'm losing, I'm losing for a a cause here. I mean, that's why when Austin walked out when he, uh, you know, was supposed to job to Lesnar, I'm like, man. I, I gotta. I agree with Austin there. You know right. what I mean? Because yep. he's like, look, yep. it wasn't a good business move. It wasn't the right way to show business. But at the same time, I agree. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind putting you over. But I look, look. If I'm putting you over, I'm putting you over, not at the expense of my brand. Right. Exactly. And so exactly, we need to. Bro. We need to draw. Yes. We need to build some interest here. I'm not yes. just going to be losing against you at a. a, a That's right. The bank and qualifying yes. match. Yes. And that was the same thing with uh with uh with Brock. And yeah. it's like you know what? I don't blame him for that. Yep. And I, the same thing with Orton here. I think. Look. Okay. Look. Wait a minute. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no build to this at all. I'm just going to lose to to John Morrison, knowing that he's not even going to win the Money in the Bank match. Right? How is that helping me as a brand? I, yep. And it's like, okay, look, if look, I don't mind putting you over, but don't do it at the expense of me. Knowing Chris, that you're not even going to book you right. At the end of the day, Chris. They're independent contractors, right? That's true. What's more important than your brand as an independent contractor? What is more important than that? That's true. Hundred percent. I agree with you. Hundred percent. There. Oh, if I if I if I'm not paying attention and I grab my coffee cup and I accidentally go to drink it and hit myself in the nose, do I do I do do I got to stop the check? I'm all right, Chris. Nothing. No blood. I'm okay. Let, let me get a water break. Oh, wait, 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 wait. oh, wait a minute. Let me. Wait. It's like I'm. It's like I'm squeezing blood out. Oh, you know. You know what's funny about that too, bro? Like, uh, let me just comment it now because by the time we'll get to that, I'll forget. I, I forget where the forks are and what draw. I'll forget this, bro. Uh, riddle. Is in the match with with Drew. He's being knocked into oblivion where his eyes are rolling in the back of his head, bro. And then he's kicking out. Wait a minute, dude. Your eyes just rolled in the back of your head. Why are you kicking out, bro? No sense at all. Uh, Bro, that's what I mean about the comedy. All these things, bro. Miz in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Nikki Cross is a superhero. Alexa Bliss controlling Reggie's arm. Bro, it is bad comedy on top of bad comedy on top of bad comedy. Yeah. And so we're going to superset stop and check. So we got stop and check. All right. Yeah. So every now and then we, we can't overdo it, but but we got to do stop, check, and bounce too. All right. All right. I'll so do we got to we got to stop. We check. Check. Sometimes. Okay, I'm good now. Good now. I'm now good. Then we bounce. And we know we're good. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. We know we're do- we know we're good. We can bounce. All right. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> we got uh, Nikki Cross. And I want somebody. I want somebody. You guys, you got a very smart, educated sports kita following here. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to look for something going forward. 
Chris, they'll do the stop and the check. Yeah. Even if they're even if they're hit nowhere near the face. So if, if they're kicked in the shoulder, bro, if they're kicked in the shoulder, they oh, will, man. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm, bro, you you guys got to look for that. They will do the stop yeah. and the check when it's nowhere close to the face. Yeah, I, I'm going to be like laser focused on that now. Yeah, yes, sure please, please, please. <laughs> oh, my knee. I got, oh, man. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, look for that. I'm. T- you'll be yes. thanking me, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Me. <laughs> uh, we get a uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa uh, Bliss uh, uh, defeating Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Again, I mean, like Drew McIntyre and Shayna Baszler. Uh, th- I mean, those are two people who they could do so much with, and that they can they had consecutive losses two days in a row. And it's like if any two people that they should build up that should not have two consecutive losses, it would be Drew McIntyre and Shayna Baszler. But somehow, Bliss with her dark black goo and just a few weeks ago nikki cross didn't have anything didn't want anything to do with her because she tried to be her friend again and she abandoned her somehow they were cohesive enough because of her superpower laser smack and all that crap i don't get it how many how many episodes are we from alexa bliss going to the top of the gimmick top of the of the of the third rope right the eyes coming out, bro. Hurt. How far away are we from yeah. her getting the wrestlers to pick their noses, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you, bro, you you know they're gonna do that. You, bro, you know they're gonna do it. <laughs> bro, this is this is. <laughs> bro, this bro, this is. <laughs> Bro, this is so ridiculous, Chris. What are we doing? Bro, you're you're a, you're a certified doctor. What, what are we doing? What are we doing here? She's gonna make up. She's gonna do a stop and check trance. And you didn't even do the uh, you didn't even do the superhero the gimmick. Super Nikki what gimmick. is what is the super Nikki gimmick now? It's it's like a poor man's Molly Holly. I mean, I mean, the first thing I thought about was like it's a poor man's Molly Holly, and I like Nikki Cross, and they should be doing something with her. But I'm like, why though? Like, why the super? Where is this going to go? Is this going to be a world championship uh, run or something? Like, are they really going to take it there? I don't. I don't know, man. You stop and check for me, man. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't get it, man. Help me out on this one. <laughs> uh, we talked about Riddle and Drew. Um, well, before we get to that, though, we did get the weekly Winston Churchill speech, bro. We got the, we got yeah. Drew and Winston Churchill. Yes, oh, yes indeed. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. And again, I'm just like you know, and, and with with the Drew with the Drew thing, it's like the same with let's say with Orton. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm looking at this stuff, and, and and Drew is pretty vocal. From I mean, from what I know, Drew's pretty bro, vocal. I bet you that's what got him into this spot. Mm, I okay. bet you that's exactly that. what it was, Chris. And I bet you Drew is smart enough to realize exactly what happened. I was yeah. very vocal. Yeah, they don't like that. They punished me, and now I think he's in the eat you know what mode, where yeah. where he knows. If I say so, I, I tried that, and I'm telling you, bro, I, th- this guy's an intelligent guy. He's a yeah. very, very intelligent guy. I just have the feeling that's where he's at. I'm wondering where that started because uh, he he lost to – he got cast in by The Miz, right? That was That's how he lost the title. Miz cast it in, and then – uh, and then lastly beat the Miz. So he hasn't had the title since what March? Long time. Yeah. So uh, approaching four months, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering when that started. Like when the whole gimmick, because because for for a long time the the plan was to have him win at Mania. Yep. And you know have him win the title or keep the title when there's fans. That was mm-hmm. the plan for months. Yep. And that changed, you know, kind of last minute. And so I'm wondering, like, when was the time where he starts speaking up? And then they're like, okay, we're going to continue to bury you, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Uh, we get lastly uh, against Xavier Woods. I mean, pretty predictable. You know, we get uh, just we, we get to Xavier getting some licks in the beginning, but at the end of the day, uh, lastly wins. And wait on the timeout. What I miss, Vince. Oh. Bro, see, what, what, what were you doing during this show? Man, listen, I, I'm always doing something else when I'm watching Raw. So I was, uh, bro, I got to tell you something. something. Chris, I got to tell you something, bro. This, we have a backstage gimmick with Riker and Mantar. And oh, yeah, yeah. And then Ali that. walks in. I didn't see that. Chris, how, how does a producer let this go on TV? This this is horrible, bro. This isn't even high school acting. This is grade school acting. I remember when I was in the sixth grade, uh, we 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 put on the brave little Taylor, and I was brother giant in the sixth grade. I was brother giant in the sixth grade. I was better than both of these guys. How does a producer say that's a take? Do these people not know what they're doing, bro? This is horrible. You are killing your talent when you're not protecting them. This is high school stuff, bro. This was horrible, Chris. Horrible. Yeah, I, I agree. That's probably the reason why I skipped over it as far as talking about it, <clears throat> because it was just, it was bad. I mean, where are these monsoor? weekly things leading to is this leading to a either monsort uh singles run with ali as the manager or ali as the tag team and it's like you you try to, you already try to do this with retribution like what what are we doing here like do you think this time oh this time this time it'll work this this time it you know it's the one you're <laughs> it's like what, what are we what are we doing here as if this time is going to is going to uh, work and to you know to be honest we talked about this before with monsoor it's like monsoor isn't a dominant character or figure enough to say i'm interested in intrigued to see if he's going to go the good route or the bad route i i'm not I'm not buying this at all. Well, Chris, all I know is it's 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 about at this time it's about 8:30 and you know, um, uh, Riker leaves, and it's just the two of them on yeah. my TV. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, why? Why are these two amateurs on my television set? Why? How are the out of all the wrestlers in the world? Yeah. How are these two guys on? Like seriously, bro. Like yeah. come on. And of course, I got to say, so I know I, I want to be very careful with uh, sports Kita, but I, I got to tell you something to me. I got to tell you something because this really stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Okay. Bro, did you watch the China documentary? Uh, I think bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris, let me tell you something. My relationship with the WWE went straight down the you know what. When Hunter went on Austin's podcast and Austin asked him about China and Hunter gave the, well, if little Billy looked yeah. up China, you know, he gave that scenario, mm -hmm. bro, I went ballistic. Mm -hmm. I went because at the time she was in Japan really struggling. And I'm like, this poor girl is in a life and death situation in this smug, you know what? makes us bro i was livid and i i ripped hunter and that's when my relationship with the wwe really started going south oh, it, it was yeah. never going to be repaired after that okay but chris i gotta say this they're doing this build up with xavier woods and there's an xavier woods package mm -hmm. chris i gotta tell you bro every time i see xavier woods i'm thinking about what we all saw mm. okay his extracurriculum activities okay mm -hmm. i'm thinking about that okay and bro what every shot with xavier woods what are they shooting bro they're shooting him with little kids mm. and i'm like are, are like are you the double standard bro mm. i'm like are you are you kidding me
Yeah. With with what everybody saw, and now he's you're shooting him. I, I just had to say that because I I was like Chris, like guys have have some taste, like yeah. just have a little bit of taste. Yeah. But anyway, bro, getting back to this uh, Xavier Woods thing, like here he, here was the thing with me, bro. We know Kofi's wrestling Lashley, so Xavier Woods is not going over. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro. So, bro, we're at the end of the show. He's got. He's got Lashley in the what do they call the gimmick? The Nelson, no, the uh, hurt lock. The hurt locker. Okay, mm-hmm. Kofi is on the other side of the cage, screaming, "Let him go! Let him go!" At, at what point is Kofi going to climb the cage? <laughs> like, like for serious? Like, oh, I'm watching this, bro, and I'm like, bro, at any point, are you going to try to get in the cage yeah. to help your friend? Well, the, the the lid is sealed because it's hell in a cell, but it has to be. I, I would say try to get some bus cut, uh, some some uh, some uh, what is it the uh, the bolt cutters and stuff like that, like Let's something and try to yeah. climb up in desperation. I yeah, mean, jump over it or something. Yeah, I, I was thinking my my angle on it was <laughs> he kept saying let go, right? And I'm thinking in my head like, okay, so. Is it like the seventh or eighth or eighteenth time they're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll let him go. Right, exactly. It's just right, like, right. I, I just why well, you keep saying, let him go, let him go, let him go. It just, I mean, that's not gonna let him go, you know. And so that, that just that, that didn't make sense to me. And, and then, bro, you got you got to back it up even even further than that. Like Lashley goes over in the match. Okay, why why is MVP locking Woods in the cage to, to get more heat? Like, why? Yeah. There, there's no reason yeah. to get more heat on him. Yeah. So so they're doing that, bro, to create the scene where, oh, look what he's doing to his partner right in front of his face. Yeah. But in the meantime, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. And it really, it really made it seem like this is just going to be another – one-off feud i mean like like when i'm looking at this it's like okay so kofi the more i see this the more kofi's a filler to me yeah and so the the big the big thing is going to be whoever the person is come SummerSlam, which a lot of people are saying brock which i hope it's not brock because again i say the wwe is totally devoid of baby faces no one's cheering someone really big um uh, oh no no! Don't you ever, Doctor Chris? Uh, don't you ever? Don't you ever, Christopher? You no offense, but you just said let him go like Cedric would have sounded. Don't you? Ever, I will block you. I will block you. Who is? I will block you, Christopher Ryan Cooper. Who, who said that? Christopher Ryan Cooper. Hold on, bro. We're booing him out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> You got to boom out of the building. I will never. You see how deep my voice is? Yes. You see how deep my voice is? Man. I will never. I will never. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, at the end end of the day, it's just another filler. I was just saying is hopefully it's not Brock Lesnar. To me, I mean, Brock versus Lashley match has been intriguing to me for a long time. But again, it doesn't make any sense because Brock comes in. Brock is Brock's a business guy. He's not going to come in and lose. And then if Brock loses, if Brock beats Lashley, Lashley's the heel. But Brock is going to be the heel again. And so, where's the baby face in that again? Well, is is Brock the baby face? Because then uh, Reigns is next. Unless he moves over to SmackDown, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, but I just I don't I don't want Brock to be a babyface though. I mean, like right now they're so devoid of babyface, yeah, babyfaces that they can't. To me, I don't like the fact that Brock just comes in and fills the babyface role when they just they need to spend more time developing babyfaces on the WWE product. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I, I hope that that doesn't happen. And bro, that was another thing about this match that I'm I'm just thinking about while I'm this is what's going through my mind while I'm watching this match when uh uh what's his face um Creed over there has got Lashley on the table in the whole nine yards. I'm watching this and I'm like Chris, I swear I had a flashback. Bro, didn't he lose to every member of Retribution? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. This guy lost to T-Bone, 
T-Bar, Crowbar, Ali, but yet he's going to beat the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, after all this. Hold on. I'm putting my uh, notebook away since we're done here. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. You okay? You okay? (laughs) (laughs) I no blood, Chris. No blood. I'm good. I'm good. You see, Vince, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're doing a oh. <laughs> Chris, come on. What are we children here? Bro, we're talking about bad comedy. What are we doing? Like, what are we? Really, Chris? Come on. We, we gotta slapstick it this up. Is watching this right now, saying you guys were just talking about bad comedy this whole show, and now yo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Chris. Oh, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Man. Oh my God! <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we've stopped, we've stopped and checked a lot tonight, man. And uh, just like we do every single week overall, we turn gimmicks into gimmickade and uh, <laughs> let them know about the brand, my man. Yeah, guys, there are two places to check me out, please, bro. Russo'sBrand.com and Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Very nice, very nice. And uh, when does the Ram deal open up? Uh, we're uh, we're working on that now, bro. We're working on that new shows that have nothing to do with wrestling. We're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start introducing. Very nice, very nice, my man. Uh, well, it's been a great show, and it's 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 been awesome, man. So we turn gimmicks into gimmickade. We do a great job. We stop and check. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the one more, the one last <laughs> mic bump. Okay, I, know, I know that you're waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. I can't believe I'm not waiting for it. Okay, all right, Chris, wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, wrap it up, Vince. Uh, wrap it up, Chris. <laughs> He's been. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What is the world is going on? <laughs> He's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Rogers, though. This is the Laser of the Raw. So long, everybody. <laughs>